Hello again, dear friends. Inasmuch as God is generous for moments that you don't want to stop. Well, friends, this has already become part of our practice once again. When we finished our conversation, as you see, we tried to make them a little shorter, so that you have time to watch and discuss them. We are well aware that life is hard, and there isn't too much time in it to watch our videos as well. That's why we try to help you by shortening them, so as to convey at least something. And it so happens that as soon as we finish the conversation, our friends who are present here, our camera crew, come up with a lot of questions. And somehow, the conversation continues on its own. Well, since we are done with the previous one, yet the questions came up and we talked again. That means hello again, friends, because for you it's a different day, while for us, for us, it is today. Igor Mikhailovich, so many people have expressed enormous gratitude that such videos of ours are released more often, and they're very thankful that they have this opportunity to be in such a company more often. Do you know what I would say? My friends, we have an unofficial motto. When life gives you a lemon, make lemonade from it. Since life gave us a big lemon, that means there will be a lot of lemonade, right? Right. That's why we use every opportunity to talk to you, at least somehow. Yes, we would like to see you live and eye to eye, but believe me, all of you are next to us. All of us are at one point. That's what the entire simplicity and complexity of this world is about. Although, in order to understand it a little bit, you have to make an effort to go through slightly, let's say, unpleasant moments Thorns. of doubt, tyranny, dictatorship of consciousness. But all of this passes, my friends. Everything passes, believe me. If you stand on the spiritual path and if you feel the Lord God within you, He is not outside of you. Yes, He is in our friends. But there is another phenomenon here. He is in Tatiana, He is in me, He is in you, my friend. But is He anywhere else? No, He is not. He is in us. Or is He outside of us? You know, it is actually a very difficult question. Why? Because He is just there. He is there. Therefore, we are also there. And all these spaces and distances are an illusion. It is the same illusion as yesterday. However, we know that yesterday took place. But are we sure that there will be a tomorrow? We hope that it will come, yet we clearly know that there is now, right? And this now should be lived easily and enjoy in love. In love with God. That's when we are all at one point. We are divided, but we are all together. We are many, but we are just one unit. You begin to understand this only when you sincerely love God. When you feel His love, you feel everyone, and you understand that you, my friend, are in me and I am in you, and that we form an integral unit. Then you feel an unbreakable connection with God and with everyone who is with Him. Everything is very simple.
And this has been said since the dawn of time. Then everything becomes simple. And no images are a hindrance to you. Nothing can stop you from gaining life on your spiritual path, because that life is within you, and you are that life. And that boundless source becomes your source. And then you can also share this love with others, because there is too much of it. Yes. But in order to do that, you should just learn to love God and come to that in spite of all the resistance of Satan. Everything is simple, friends. To become part of the boundless ocean of life and radiate these ways of life. That's right. When you become part of the ocean, you become the ocean itself. That's the point. And that is the power and might which many people feel when they approach the state of the utmost boundary. I'm not saying they reach the utmost boundary, but even when they approach it, they feel this power and boundlessness. They understand that even a thought in your head that is generated is capable of creating universes. This is true. You know, in my opinion, the most valuable thing that a person can gain is love that creates and generates everything. It is the simplest thing a human can create. Perhaps it's the only thing that a human can create in this world, but it opens up such opportunities for him and elevates him to such heights that it's impossible to understand it with our consciousness. Yet, at the level of perception through feelings, at the level of personality, everyone knows and understands this. That's the phenomenon. It turns out that true creation is multiplication of love, it is the only thing that a human can create here. Love is exactly creation, of course. It is actually the process of creation, the process of generation. And it is wonderful. And there are no obstacles there anymore. Although, again, if a person is distracted, instead of diving into the ocean, he becomes entangled in the foam plastic. And it can certainly slightly create problems. My friends, believe me, even problems, whatever they are on the spiritual path, they are necessary. They are necessary for us to toughen up. Or as they say, for the angels to fledge, right? After all, you know, everything has to be earned. You can go through anything if you really have a goal. Well, it's good when your goal leads you to life. That's when it is good. That's when it is interesting, isn't it? It is. As for images, there is nothing new in them either. You know, in the image and likeness of God, starting from here, in the image and likeness of God. Likeness, yes. But what does an image have to do with that? A simple question. Does God have an image? And that's the answer. The system will twist everything. Well, so it goes. But an image is the most powerful tool, owing to which we can study things that are invisible to us, or let's say, conduct mental experiments. After all, we create images anyway, don't we? But they are working and short-lived. And do you know what is interesting? If we create working images to study science, for example, or something else, I mean, we use them as a tool. 
we cannot even remember them afterwards. Why? Because they are not interesting for the system. They do not hold us. That's what is interesting. While stupid, unnecessary things, various phantom faces, acquaintances and friends, are actually like anchors that cannot be torn out. They are, you know, like trees that have taken root in us and feed on our lives. That's the trouble. So, friends, before you plant something within yourselves, think whether you need that tree inside. You should look after your own vegetable garden and your own glade. There has to be peace and quiet on your lawn. Birds should sing there, and the sky should be clear inside you. And accept sunshine, meaning God's love. There should be nothing. Do not settle various images there. Do not attract unnecessary heavy items there, so to say, and everything will be fine, easier to carry. Right? Well, okay, I'll tell you. You can conduct the following interesting experiment, friends. For example, start thinking tritely. That's simple. You know, we think a lot anyway, and we still create a lot of images. So, let's make good use of it. Start thinking about something big and heavy. For example, a suitcase loaded with stones. Pick any color and size you like, but recall it 20 times a day. Just think about how you lift it, how you carry it, and you will see how much energy flows out of you. Why? After all, it's in your thoughts. You don't carry it physically, you merely imagine how you carry it, how you lift it. When you go to work, take it with you mentally. You will even come to work and feel tired. Those of you who do not want to, friends, don't do that. Let it be a joke. But for those who don't believe and want to experiment, please experiment, but treat it conscientiously with full responsibility for the purity of the experiment. When you come home, bring your suitcase with you. If you go somewhere for work, take it with you and imagine, clearly imagine its weight, size and dimensions. And you will see what your imagination is capable of at the physical plane. That's how our life disappears. Yet, we create phantoms, images, we argue with someone, talk to them, and all this is sort of not real. Allegiance. It's not real. It doesn't give you anything here in this material world. However, it really and seriously takes your life and your energy. So, is it worth carrying that suitcase? It's good if it has a handle, you know. If someone wants to make it harder, tear off the handle and carry an uncomfortable suitcase, a suitcase without a handle but extremely heavy, it is even more interesting that way, right? So an image is like a file, it doesn't matter if a computer is connected to electricity or not, the file is stored, it's enough to activate it, supply more power to it, and it manifests itself, right? Otherwise, it is stored, let's say, in an inactive state, but it hasn't disappeared anywhere. It's enough to make it active. And what does it take to make it active? To send a signal, to supply power, right? And the more power, the more active it is. Everything is very simple. You know, everything is so fractal. If you look at it honestly, one thing repeats another. No matter how much our science develops, friends, it will still repeat elementary things that have always existed. There is nothing new. Everything repeats each other. That's the way the world is arranged.
You shouldn't tear out your own wings this way. You shouldn't, of course. But at least you can understand. You know, consciousness always doubts and questions everything, argues and so on. While here are the facts, the real facts. Yes, such counter-arguments for it. These are not just counter-arguments, but real facts that baffle our own consciousness. Consciousness is afraid of facts and practice. And the truth. And the truth. The devil is afraid of the truth, most of all. You know, and most of all, he is afraid when we love God. While we laugh at the devil himself, that's when he becomes frightened. So, friends, you should love God. And you shouldn't be afraid of Satan. The maximum he can do is take your body, at most. But he can never harm you as personality if you are in love with God and in life with Him. Right? Everything is simple, friends. So, images have power only when we endow them with that power. We shouldn't do that. As they say in Islam, the most important thing is to clear your inner Kaaba from these images. Just like the Prophet cleared the Kaaba of idols, everyone should clear their inner Kaaba in the same way. The inner one. That's the example that should be. And not taking photographs and images out of the house. If you take an example from the greatest of people, take it entirely. Not the way he dressed, or the way he spoke, or the way he looked, but the way he acted and what love he had for Allah. That's what you should take as an example. An example of love. And loyalty. Loyalty to Allah, not in words, but in deeds. You know… A person perceives love as when he is taken care of while he does nothing. Right. Whereas here, on the contrary, you are the first to show love. True love is when you love. You know, everybody wants to be loved. They love me. It means that everything is fine, right? You know how people say, do you love me? Yes, I love you. But in his thoughts, a person is God knows where, and he thinks about what not. For instance, about new tires for his car, right? Why? Because it all becomes a habit and something else. But when there are different relationships, the real ones, I'll tell you simply, if you want to be loved, learn for yourself how to love. I'll also put it more correctly. If you want love, just love. It doesn't matter if you are loved or not. What matters is that you love. What also matters is what you call love and what you understand by the word love. Isn't that so? Because in our society, everything has been perverted, even what is sacred, everything. That's why he is Satan. And it is scary when he predominates in people's minds, when, you know, even the holy truth turns into an empty pot that's the trouble. Satan doesn't value anything because he doesn't know it. He is unaware of that. He doesn't need it. And it scares him. Because the true manifestation of love in you is like a sentence for that little imp that Satan has settled in you. Of course. What kind of love can Satan have for God? You've said, if you want to love, just love. And you know, you once told us an example about fishing, regarding the point one. Well, it's true. I'll tell our friends, maybe they will be interested. You know, because we, many of us, intend to do something like 
tomorrow I will start to love. How's it that tomorrow you will start to love? We talked about that once, and I simply said, for example, Tatiana and I decided to go fishing. We decided that we wanted to go, and we started thinking, what will we take with us? What kind of tackle? What kind of fishing? And what kind of fish are we going to catch? What kind of bait? So a month, two months, three months pass, winter comes, then spring, summer, and winter again, while we are still thinking. However, there is another option. We decide to go fishing, so we take a fishing rod and go. That's how you should act in the spiritual aspect. If you feel that you want love, start loving right now and don't put it off until tomorrow. Many will say, how? I'm empty inside after all. It's true, because there is no love inside. Inside, there are problems, worries, or maybe some external affection and warm words from someone. Yes, words are there, but what about the internal? It's empty inside, so what should be done for that? My friends, for that, you should precisely learn to love. There are many paths. Any religion has grains. Look for those grains in your religions and follow that path. After all, a lot of people have come to God through any religion. If they really aspired, do you want a simpler way? Let's say, when your consciousness has nothing to object, Go ahead, use spiritual practices and move forward. The main thing is to strive. If a person is walking, he will definitely arrive. However, when we are sitting and thinking that we are walking, we are wasting energy, life and time, yet we remain sitting still. And that's where our trouble is, that the devil tells us that tomorrow we will start walking but in fact makes us sit still. Don't listen to the devil. Stand up and go, and everything will be fine. Isn't that so? It is. And no images will hold you back. Though images are also a serious thing. It's a serious stone in your path, but it is serious only when you support it, when you form it, and when you are preoccupied with it alone. Well, you know, stop feeding that stone and it will disappear like a soap bubble out of your way, nothing more. Just like everything else, like any problem here on the spiritual path, everything is an illusion and everything disappears when love emerges. There are no barriers before it, and that's the meaning of God's greatness. You just need to experience it, you know? It's hard to tell people, and it's even harder for them to understand something. They haven't come into contact with, you see? How can you explain to someone who has no experience and has never tasted living water, you know, who has been drinking dead water all the time, what the difference between living water and dead water is? The difference is in life. But if a person doesn't know that life, if he has been Satan's slave all his life, is it in happiness? But for a person, happiness means trivially a couple of extra coins in his pocket. I mean, the association of happiness for him is the number of coins in his pocket. That's what is hard. But everyone feels and understands. Everyone understands what life is. So, if you want to find it, look for it. It's in you. 
It's not in the external, and you won't find it in anyone else near you. Happiness is in you, my friend, and love is in you. Moreover, it is infinite. Make efforts, and everything will be there. Right? Right. Don't feed images and don't give your love to images. Give it to God. Images will not give anything back to you. Everything you give will drain away there. As for true, genuine love, God returns it a hundredfold. And that is wonderful. You know, it helps a lot of people to begin their first steps with sincere gratitude to God. This is exactly what they should begin with. With this feeling. Because it's hard for consciousness to be precisely grateful. Of course. Consciousness attributes everything you should force it to, be grateful. to itself, that this is at its cost, that all this is my merit. While here, it is precisely gratitude to the spiritual world, gratitude you know, to God. to be honest, before God and before oneself, thanks to those difficulties posed by consciousness, a person actually matures as an angel, thanks to the fact that a person steps over the problems that consciousness creates for him, thanks to the fact that he can step over the devil himself, he gains life. If there were no such obstacles and no devil, would a human be able to become an angel? He wouldn't. He wouldn't escape from this existence because he would have nothing to compare it with. How would he gain experience? In no way. Therefore, you know, even obstacles, even problems, even bustle, and all earthly things are a springboard for a jump. But that's only when you strive for God. Whereas if you are just a dreamer, you will not fly up anywhere. Fantasies and images in your head are empty. You will burst like a soap bubble and stay where you are. It's true. One must desire, light up, and thank God, even for the difficulties that were once created. After all, the devil is also merely a momentary thought of God Himself. For God, the devil is nothing. For us, of course, He is the ruler of the universe and our destinies, if we are His slaves. But if we are free, he can do nothing to us. Can he have power over God? I'll put it simply. Can nothing dominate everything? Of course not, because it is nothing. Here's the answer for you, friends. Think about it. Who are you with? What do you want to achieve in this life? Nothing or everything, but not in the material plane. Whatever you achieve here, in the material plane, it will all remain here. Right? Igor Mikhailovich, you said that these obstacles on the spiritual path are kind of a springboard. Of course. And you know, in practice it happens that when you face an obstacle and you manifest this very power of spirit, this power of love, even more at that moment, you suddenly understand that the obstacle disappears somewhere, and you advance by inertia, you move forward. Of this applied force. Of course. And even farther than you could advance before. And even farther than you could advance before without that obstacle. Of course. So this is actually true that it's really the victory of love. That's what the grace of God is about. That's what His power is about. That He helps us even here. Everything was just an instant of His thought. 
After all, but even in these obstacles, which were created for us to mature, God's love is also embedded. Yes, and God's wisdom. If you approach this correctly, that's why God is so great. There's a lot to be grateful to Him for and truly love Him for, for life, for the chance, for the opportunity. After all, it was He who gave it to you. And now it's important not to lose that chance. That's what is important. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand that. Satan leads astray. He gives a person other dead and knowingly meaningless goals. He creates such illusions and images that a person wastes his life to achieve what is empty. That's what is scary. What is scary is those images that kill a person and replace the truth. But again, everything depends on a person. A person is endowed with the freedom of choice. He can choose what he wants. If he wants to live, he chooses life. If he wants to be a slave of Satan and die, then he chooses to be a slave of Satan. After all, no one forbids that and no one hinders him. No one has power over the choice of a human. Isn't that cool? It is very cool indeed. This is really true freedom. This is true grace that the Lord has given to each of us. Shouldn't we thank Him at least for that? We should, and we must, right? Yes. Yet, what does everything start with? With gratitude. Yes. With simple gratitude and with awareness, and afterwards, love comes too. With this sincerity, indeed, the language of God is only the language of love. There is no other language. Only the language of sincere feelings, only the language of sincere gratitude. And this is so great that He doesn't hear anything else. Surely. And many of our guys shared correctly that He is the best teacher. Yes. That God is the best teacher because He hears only the language of love. And because He is merciful and He is the most reliable friend. He always lends you His hand. The question is whether you lend Him your hand in return. That's the point. It's such a simple element of choice, but consciousness immediately interferes and showers you with images and desires again. God has lent you His hand, so you have to ask for something, you know? He needs you. Yes, yes, exactly. And you immediately address Him like a genie with a whole list. No, friends, God is not a genie. While Satan is exactly Satan, what's the point in asking or demanding from him, right? So you shouldn't, you know? Address the devil with some kind of demand. He's just the devil. That's his job. And when you realize and understand that, life becomes much easier. So, friends, mature faster, and everything will be fine, right? Yes. As for images, are they really a hindrance? Yes, they hinder, but only when they have power over you, because images are the products of Satan. They are his demonic essence. They are filth. How can purity be where there is filth? A simple question, isn't it so? That's why it was said that the angel will not enter a house 
where there are images. Everything is simple. We are for the purity of choice. For the freedom of choice. Right, for the freedom of choice. Yes. For the freedom of choice here and now. You know, again, the devil has yesterday and a hope for tomorrow. While God always has today, always now. So, the main thing, friends, is that you are with us now. Time separates us, space separates us, but we are actually near, here and now. At one point, both temporal and spatial, you see us, we feel you, and we interact. We interact at one point, and right now, that's the phenomenon. Yes, but for consciousness of our viewers, it is already another day. Is it really another day? That's the question. Or we are all at the same point in time and space. All of us are actually at one point in time and space, the point which goes beyond their other day and beyond this day of ours. Everything is much more complicated and much simpler. It's just that it goes a little beyond the understanding of perception by our consciousness. For in reality, there is time and space for matter. Even for our consciousness, there is time and space, while for our personality and for us, for our love, for our perception of each other through feelings, there is neither time nor space. If we contact, you know, by means of our eyes and ears, we are limited. But if we contact with the help of God's love, with the help of Truth, with the help of our essence. If it is divine, if it is alive and not dead, then there is no time or space, my friends, and this is true. You know, only an inevitably dead one doesn't hear the call of God. The inevitably dead one does not feel his love because he died even being alive. And here, you see, God's mercy manifests itself to such an extent that it can make even a dead man alive, make an inevitably dead one inevitably alive. Isn't this mercy? Isn't it worthy of our love? Isn't it worthy of our respect? That's the point. The great reviving love. Yes. Love is life, but you can understand this only when you come into contact with it, when you are open, because God never closes the door before a human. A human closes that door before God. That's the whole problem. But again, He only closes that door because Satan has come to Him. In the beginning, he tries to hide from God the one who has come into him. You know, like children, a friend comes and you hide him from your mom. Everything passes. Everything repeats itself. Everything sometimes comes true again. But life is only one. If you haven't gained it, then you, my friend, will never have such a chance. Never. Take advantage of the fact that the Lord 
is extending his hand to you. Take advantage of it. It's just love, but the real one. And your world will change. From the inevitably dead, my friend, your world will become eternally alive, and you will be in it. Isn't that worthy of you? Think about it. Right? Life is worth it. Life is worth ceasing to serve Satan, friends. That's true. When a person follows the spiritual path, this inner transformation of him takes place and a different, true reality is revealed to him. This is called spiritual vision, and people ask themselves a question. How do I know that I really have this spiritual vision? Yes, it's a good question. You know, we can answer this question in different ways, yet we can also answer in silence. And here, in the silent answer, many will understand whether they have spiritual vision or they have an illusion. Shall we try? Let's try. And in this simple answer, there is the truth. Everyone will give themselves the right answer. Whether they have spiritual vision or the imp is raging in them who doesn't accept God's love. And whether a person should still work on himself hard and persistently in order to tame the imp first and then to embark on the spiritual path. Although this is a spiritual path too, my friends, even the first step towards taming that demon in oneself, taming one's own consciousness, is already a path to God. And you can and should start from that as well. You know, Sometimes we think too good of ourselves. Satan prompts us, you are so spiritual, you feel, you understand, many things have been revealed to you. But when we really encounter God's manifestation, we feel fear, thrill, hatred, or such a voice, you don't really feel anything. However, in this case, the devil speaks about himself. And here, the right thing to do is to differentiate, who are you, my friend? Are you personality, or are you a slave to Satan? Are you a future angel, or are you an eternal slave? The decision is up to you, my friend, you only. No one will prompt you, and no one will make that decision instead of you, because you have the freedom of choice, and it is your decision. That decision is like a seal, to live or to die. But it is exactly you, my friend, who puts that seal. That's the meaning, the meaning of that freedom which the Lord has given us by His grace. 
And we are the ones who choose. Thank you for the freedom, Ingrid Mikhailovich. Thank you very much for your generosity. And thank you very much for the fact that stones fall off and we really gain wings. You know, there is no one more merciful than the Lord. He is very generous to His children. This is true. After all, this is exactly true love, while true love is when you share. Absolutely right. When you yourself generate this love and are the first to move toward. That's the point. When you love, when you truly love, not from your mind, not to the dictation of Satan, when you do not demand anything in return, when you just truly love, when you are a generator of this love, it is only then, my friend, that you receive real love in return from the spiritual world. And it is so boundless and truly gives you wings. Well, in order to understand that, you should feel it. You should at least encounter a little drop that simply lights you up from the inside. It is joy and happiness that fills you so much. You know, Everyone dreams about that. In fact, since their very childhood, even atheists, and until their very last breath, they dream that a loving wing would cover them, that the breath of God would emerge in them. However, Satan is against that. And simply, by our choice, by our sincerity and honesty, by getting rid of fears and slavery, we can gain life. Anyone can implement this dream. If he really strives for that. But on the path, as always, you should make an effort. Step over something. Conduct, you know, sort of a reassessment of values. Just look sensibly and honestly at everything that surrounds you. Weigh your desires and aspirations and just look honestly. Then everything falls into place. You know, it is interesting that when a person really begins to gain a genuine spiritual experience, he understands such truths begin to open up before him that no one can understand while being under Satan's heel. Why? Because when we are under Satan's power, we have so many values and so many things. Whereas when a person gains just a little bit of freedom, he understands that nothing in this world, literally nothing, can be compared or placed, sort of, on the same level with even one gulp of freedom. Even one moment of God's love is much more valuable than living in this world, let's say, being pampered and loved but with false love. That's the point. You know, sometimes I pity, sometimes I sincerely pity that God is so merciful and just. Why? I'll explain. Freedom of choice is sacred. No one has the right to violate it. But sometimes I would like, even with those who are really bogged down in this swamp of Satan, and cannot even get out of there, I'd like to share this love at least a little bit with them. You know, I just want a person to feel 
at least a little bit, what true life is inside, so that these blinders would fall off. You know, these are not even blinders, it's a sack on one's head. So I wish it fell off so that a person would clearly see at least for a moment, so that he would see what God gives and what we are bogged down in, in our everyday life, what we dream about, what we think about, and what values we have here in this illusion. I wish that would happen, yet God is not just merciful, but He is also just. You said it correctly that everyone is looking for that source. Yes. But unfortunately, even fortunately, it is not present in those external goals which a person sets because they are like a mirage in the desert, while inside there is the ocean. You know, you are right. But here's what I said. If we give God's love to a person forcibly, we will deprive him of choice. It's impossible not to choose God's love after that. And we will thus commit violence and make a decision for a person. A human has to mature, to mature as personality, despite all hardships. As we said in one of our videos, he should force even Satan within himself to kneel before Allah. He should put Satan on his knees before God himself. That's the point. Well, that's the way it should be, friends. You should not put someone somewhere on his knees, but should force your Satan, your own body, and your own consciousness to respect God. You cannot force Satan to love, but you can force him to respect. Then, even in your head, you won't hear a single bad thought, because as soon as the devil opens his mouth against what is holy, you put him on his knees before God until his foolishness goes away. This is also a path. And that's what the Great Ones did. Well, that's different. Those are the Great Ones, while we are simple people. Therefore, at least to learn to love is already salvation, right? We are now talking not about service, but about salvation. And the difference here is huge, isn't it? Thank you. What is taking place right now is the greatest reviving love that inspires a person, gives him wings and elevates him to the height. Thank you for soaring. Thank you for the feeling of freedom. Thank you for everything. What do you thank me for? for everything, for love. You should thank God, while I'm just a human, the same as all of you, the same flesh and the same stupidity sometimes. Sometimes. And the immense ocean inside. And everything is by God's will. So, my friends, let's honestly, sincerely strive for God. Let's just respect each other. Right? Right. And let's love each other. Let's start with a simple thing. Let's share what God has in abundance and what He graciously gives us in such a great amount that sometimes, sometimes it seems that how can it all fit in us? And this forces us to share our love with everyone. Right? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Gir Thank you, friends. Thank you, Tatiana.
thank you. Let's just sincerely love each other, friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you.